Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. This is the time of the year when all of the new cool movies come out, and you know a lot of them are sci-fi nowadays. So we got to review them. I mean, and, and there are going to be more in the near future, but yeah. just not right at this moment. Yeah, not at this moment. We're kind of going to classic sci-files, and we used to do a lot of sciencey shit too. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go into yeah, but we are going to review Ant-Man probably next because we're going to go see that this coming Friday. So. Uh, that movie's a must. I'm yeah. I mean, there's a chance that Stavropocracy and myself might actually join you on that one, like a forum. That'd be fine. Yeah, because that'd be cool. Because I know, no, I know he wants to did, see it. Too. Even though we're not talking about movies, some of the stuff we're talking about, I can already see. I mean, using movies as an example. Well, yes, that's one of the, one of the subjects is oh, definitely yeah. going to flash back to a movie that we have not yet reviewed. But this is kind of like sort of, you know. It might end up. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I want so to, but stay tuned for to find out what that is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about the one that I want to talk about first. I think because I think it's really cool and it's the coolest thing we found so far, and has a lot of positive and negative things to it that we'll discuss here. But uh, MIT scientists have developed a new toy. For people and mm-hmm. while they probably don't think of it as a toy it's gonna to be a toy oh yeah it's totally gonna to be a toy it's got I think with this it could possibly be integrated into VR gaming it could it possibly yeah. be integrated into VR gaming and um, I can see the Japanese turning it into you oh, know, something for you know their sex bots god damn oh my god oh no <laughs> and what I'm talking about is called alter ego Look it up. It's very cool. Uh, right now, it's a device that fits on your face. It uh, partially fits in your ear uh, or around your ear. It's like a, they described it as it's a C. It loops around your ear and then goes to your jawline. And there's a pad just under the lip and under the jaw. The reason why they did that yeah. is they found that when you're actually thinking of things, um, you actually have muscle kind of like muscle tics going yeah, on you get, in that area. You get total, yeah, your, <laughs> when your inner monologue is running, you're talking to yourself in your head so that nobody else really knows what you're thinking because heaven forbid anybody know what I'm thinking any moment at the time when that girl in front of me is getting her latte. Yeah. I don't need people to know what I'm thinking, <laughs> especially my wife. And yeah. <laughs> I can so see for five seconds, little tidbit about this. Alter ego, 
handsome guy goes up to the cute hot girl with and gets her coffee and he's seeking what a hot babe and all kinds of things. The wife is behind him going, What the hell? And the girls <laughs> and the girl's gonna shove a bunch of hot coffee down him. So what Eddie. alter ego actually does is when you're when you're thinking to yourself in your head, uh, like it like it says on the site or for the article, yeah. it you have a lot of facial tics, muscle micro muscle movement and whatnot, and it will predict or read these muscle muscular movements and translate that into a computer which will accurately read back what you just thought in your head so it literally is electronic telepathy hmm. and according to the site it's extremely accurate at one point uh, in the testing they had somebody playing chess with another person and while they were playing chess they analyzed their opponent's moves oh, wow. and compared it with the computer and the computer gave accurate information back on how to make the next move to beat the opponent. <laughs> Makes cheating a whole new level. Yeah, it's gonna it? take it's gonna I mean yeah. it's totally gonna take cheating to a whole new level. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would kinda see that as like a lazy thing though too. I mean it'd be great for beginners to use, but they they should definitely have some kind of setting in there to turn off advice i'll tell you this like the one cool thing about something like that is and i don't really know how much of a person's face is affected by you know by being quadriplegic mm -hmm. but there are a lot of different applications you can, you'll, you can have for that in, in the medical field where people will be able to kind of better communicate with people that yeah. may, may have lost like the ability to fully you know speak you know like maybe they've had too many strokes um, that was one of the things that I thought about when I first heard about it was, uh, you know, it, 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 Stephen Hawking would have had, oh, yeah. you know, instead of the eye movement yeah. recognition computer that he had, that this would have been very cool. For, yeah, because he still had some function in his face. Yeah, he's, he had some bit. function in his yeah. face. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, so you'll be able to transmit your thoughts via this device to a computer. So... And what they say in the article is when we get 5G next year for our phones that they're envisioning being able to use this device to hands-free write an email and send it through your phone or yeah. tell your phone to call somebody without ever saying anything. I can't get Google Assist to appropriately turn it on unless I have to hit a button. Yeah. <laughs> You'll avoid being in the middle of a crowded bus saying, okay, Google, play, and have everybody's phone around you play something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually had an incident like that in, yeah. in when my husband, Axel, and I were, who, of course, was my husband. We were driving with my with our friend Jen in the back seat, and my husband I was here, playing different songs, and yeah, every time I said, okay, Google, play, her phone would go <laughs> off, too, and start playing it as well. It was oh, totally geez. funny. Yeah. Totally funny. So yeah, that'll go away. <laughs> yeah, you you can and you know it, you will have if everybody is connected wirelessly, you can actually have electronic telepathic communication across the computer network. Yeah. With these devices, but I think you'd have to really be careful what you were thinking at the time. It's like, okay, so today for the business meeting, we're going to go over our analytics. My God, she's got huge tits. 
So, you know. <laughs> the problem with this, I could definitely see, is people with, especially since a good portion of our population has ADHD. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see how we're all sitting here, blah, 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 tip, you know, meeting, and all of a sudden things start happening, you know. My husband here, Axel, is very, um, sorry, I keep referring to people as my husband, but I should say the show Axel here, but um, he has this habit of going into long tangents, and all of a sudden, probably within the first two minutes of, of his tangent, he'll probably go over 20 different, hey, look this, hey, look that. Oh, I have the ooh something shiny <laughs> syndrome really bad. Mm. I, I see something shiny, I have to stop and look at it. So I could definitely see emails long drafted and there is these yes, this da 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 no don't do that, da 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 we do this, oh yes, I want my coffee, this color, blah blah blah, and then go back to the meeting and not realize that they probably had inputted those little detail information. You know, we bring this up, and this is actually some technology that has been in the past in movies. Electronic tele telepathic oh, yeah. communication in movies and whatnot. So this is definitely one of those technologies that's becoming a reality that has been in the past in popular fiction and fantasy and, and media and stuff. Oh, yeah. so. Of course, they're, uh, like a real big one could be like Cerebro. Cerebro, yeah, totally. And the X-Men. Yeah. And then... Um, and of course we've seen shit like that in Star Trek too. Yeah, on Star yeah. Trek. The one thing though, the, some of the negatives that they've brought up is that, you know, how do, before the technology gets released, I mean, since this is going to be on a computer network, yeah. you know, could advertisers like interrupt your regularly scheduled right. thought yeah. process <laughs> and send you a, you know, commercial for Lightspeed Briefs, much like they do on uh, Futurama. <laughs> I mean... Oh yeah, no, I could totally see that being a, being a major clog in the system. Yeah. I mean, because everybody wants to think that even if you buy the device and even if you're using it on something you're paying for, doesn't mean anything when it comes to the ability to use it freely. Freely, yes. Yeah, like nobody's ever really truly free in our today's consumer market, especially with ad pushes. Yeah, and I mean, and there's other things. I mean, you're going to have to, I mean, this is going to be a whole level of hacking when this comes out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And how many people are going to be, you know, at what point is it going to be like the next level of subliminal effectiveness? I mean, putting in thoughts in somebody's head that they didn't necessarily have, like nano thoughts. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, seriously, little just flashes of a nano thought that gets pervaded into your subconscious through this device. And could you effectively brainwash somebody? That would be a concern that I might have with this. Or not device. even just somebody, but yeah, a people, lot of people. a lot of some yeah. a lot of somebody's. I mean, when they first did uh, the subliminal advertising testing that they did in movie theaters, yeah. what was it, back in the 50s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, people, I mean, they saw a significant increase because the first subliminal testing was to see if they could get people to go buy concessions at the movie yeah. theater. And, you know, that's not saying, you know, I'm not going to be outing too many things, but that goes for a lot of people out there. I mean, us included. Yeah. I mean, Nobody's really kind of 
um, you know, nobody's really excluded from that kind of, you know, persuasive power. Yeah. But yeah, subliminal subliminal advertising was banned because of the testing that they did in the 50s on it. Uh, so, I mean, this would be a whole new level of subliminal thought processing. So, you know, it's got some, I mean, it's got some neat things that I would really look forward to, but it's got some things that are kind of scary too. So it'll be interesting to see what they, they do about it. They're looking at, within the next couple of years, releasing it to the market. So um, it's gonna have to go through uh, according to the article, they briefly mentioned some, you know, governmental regulation and stuff like that on it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. um, we'll we'll see what happens with this one. But this is a reality. This one's one of the the it works. So, you could see it soon. Yeah, and that kind of, um, and of course, as I mentioned earlier, something about like possible medical applications for that. We have a, you know, there are a slew of other uh, AI-based uh, learning. Our machine learning um, applications within healthcare now, um, and they're all they're all in development. You know, Microsoft's putting some major money behind stuff. IBM's putting some major money behind stuff. Even Apple, everybody's kind of jumping aboard the mar you know this market because this is kind of a. I, f I feel this is a real significant time for technology to kind of really kind of grasp a hold of the medical industry because yeah. we don't. You know, we we can't really just kind of let that shit fall to the <laughs> no, well, I mean, you keep your consumers alive longer, they buy more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're uh, happier, healthier people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since we're slowly getting into the next phase, this is one of the ones I wanted to bring up, some movies and shows that have done similar things where, and one of the ones that had what recently came up was actually Avengers where... So we, one of the things he was talking, mentioning was AI predictability, where mm -hmm. they actually will sit there and go predict, will analyze everything, predict the outcome of certain things, oh, yeah. and then we'll figure out this is what the best scenario. However, a lot of stories also have made it to where the program kind of ran its own course and decided, you know what, oh, yeah. it's better to just do it this way. Such as one of the Avenger movies with Tony Stark deciding, I'm going to put the defense protocol and it's supposed to, you know, tell me when everybody's... The Ultron protocol. Yeah. The Ultron protocol, and that just went bad. So yeah. something like this makes me a little hesitant because... Terminator! We know what the bad side can be for anything, regardless how small it's going to be. Terminator! So, you know, I, the thing about... <laughs> that kind of AI versus the AI that we're talking about with the health thing. I don't thing know. Is... Yeah. We decide to kill everybody because everybody's disease. No. <laughs> it's not. Sorry. It's not true AI though. It's not really. No. It's it's, it's, it's a it's a predictive, analytical, algorithm set. Yeah. That has a learning capability to it. Yeah, and a lot of them have a lot of different you know types of you know they have a different they have different types of learning. Yeah. that they'll do within their system. Like one actually, like one of the ones that Apple's working on takes collective data from multiple you know, patients of similar yeah. issues and stuff and kind of tries to help you narrow, or helps the physicians or, um, or the lab techs narrow down exactly what they should be looking for. Exactly. As opposed to like yeah. something, you know. Based on all of our previous data, this is the most likely candidate oh, yeah. kind of scenario, which is, is good. 
is a good thing, and that's actually something that they've been doing for years the long way around. Mm -hmm. So having an, uh, an AI that has the ability to learn and adapt to the changes, because we all know that the human body, healthcare-wise, changes from moment to moment. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really, it, it's, I mean, there are predictable things, but it's the unpredictable that these yeah. programs will definitely help with. Like one of the ones that also comes up too is like the NRI that's put to, that was put together by Microsoft back in like 2010. And it's like a overall imaging diagnostic tool. It helps like determine whether or not a person is a candidate for seizure, or like seizures or tumors or any other mm -hmm. kind of thing. And the fact that we have something like that now, I, I think it's, it's kind of neat because that's going to help diagnose and possibly cure a lot of that same stuff, you know, over time. As soon as our, you know, as soon as well, we yeah. kind of further develop our technologies in medicine, combining that with uh, the genetic targeting yeah. medicine that we've got now for oh, yeah. for uh, bacteria as well as like cancers and stuff like that, where they're they're the cures or the treatments are being more genetically based. You know, getting down to the exact makeup of the cancer. I mean, because you've probably heard commercials for like mesothelioma. Oh you yeah, know, you know, that one. Yeah, but there's. The... How many different types of mesothelioma are there? Yeah, right. You yeah. know, and so when you go to a treatment, the AI predictability combined with the genetic targeting of that specific strain. So, if you know anybody who's been diagnosed with mesothelioma, who's been exposed to asbestos, please call our number now. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 1-800-YOU'RE-DEAD. <laughs> the only other downside that I would see in this is what if... So, the problem with technology that I, I... Don't get me wrong, I do like technology. But what I find a lot of people is they rely on technology too much and they get dumber. For instance, nobody yeah. has a birth. You, people used to be able to calculate things a mile a minute in their heads. Now we have calculator, Uber calculators, and everything, and no one can do math anymore half the time. People or you can just on, ask Google to do it for you. I know, right? Uh, people rely on computers so much that they no longer spell correctly. Granted, most writers in the days don't spell anyways, but yeah. for the most part, we just got so lazy that we're losing that ability to do certain things. Hell, if you the, want, I mean, if, and if you want my uh, my input on that, everything that I write for the website is voice typed. <laughs> see, there you go. So, I don't type shit anymore. With my that hands. in mind, I think it's an awesome idea that we're going to be able to pre use an AI system yeah. to predict things because, yes, it can save lives. Yeah. However, it will make us lazy because what if something bad happens, such as a hacker decides to play with things and... Let's we do. Let's you know change something, and now everybody has Lyme disease. <laughs> or we can get. Or, to, or another thing that kind of scared me too is the whole. Uh, like if you're, you remember the scene in Idiocracy where he goes into the um, into the hospital, and the guy's like trying to figure out where what goes. Like you put this one in your hand, put this one in your mouth, put this one up your butt, and he thinks he has them all fucked up, and then the machine like kind of. He goes up to the computer and he kind of diagnoses whatever he's got wrong with him or whatever. <laughs> it's like, and then, to put back with the, sorry, that's put back scary. With the, just add one more thing. I have been in work and jobs where because of technology being better, 
we ignore the other, the long way, and so when it breaks down, how do we go by it? You know, what happens if it does break down? Do we wait the several days before we can because fix it? Yeah, no one's going to be able to determine what it is. See, I don't down. think that that's going to happen. I, I really don't, because in order for these programs to be created and be functional, somebody has to understand them. Somebody is going to have to provide the data. Now, if you're talking like 100 years in the future, at that point I'm probably pretty much not going to care. But <laughs> um, now, as these programs are being developed, there are doctors who are specialists in whatever it is, and the data for the analytics and the AI are probably coming from these doctors, these specialists, and their information, and data that's already been collected from as long back as we've been collecting data and as our medical advances have progressed. I mean, you, 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 I'm going to go back to the 50s again. I mean, we, somebody had cancer back in the 50s. There was no treatment. There really yeah. wasn't. I mean, there was, here's what we can try. I mean, it wasn't until, uh, I think it was in the late 50s that radiation therapy was what uh, st they started trying to do that with cancer. And it's just recently that, like in the last what ten years, maybe or so, or longer, people are starting to live longer because of medication regimens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've I've actually we, well, you actually know it. Uh, we have actually had a friend that has cancer, and he actually went through it. I think he's on his fourth run because um, he had it the first time through chemo and everything was fine and then I think he actually had his vocals removed recently in the last oh, wow. few years because he actually went he got it again so oh, you know just even though our technology is so great right now it's also we're still kind of at that phase where we're not there yet well, well you I know kind of I don't know I just kind of there's two ways there's as as I always say there's, this, there's everything. There's two sides to a coin, and it's always with everything, no matter how you play it. You could create something, one person's going to use it for good, and another person's going to use it for bad. Yeah, yeah, very true. I, I think the, I, I do think though that the, the AI, the AI Medicare, is going to actually be a good thing. It's going to help a lot. But, you know, and that's going to, since we're talking about DNA. <laughs> there was something else we saw. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This one. Oh man. This one is like okay. So apparently there's an article out there about the fact that we're going to be having. Uh, well, there's two of them. Let's go with the the dogs first. So <laughs> yeah. in Korea. Oh man. There's a company that's been cloning pets now for years. Soem, I think. S O E M. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they charge $100,000 and they'll clone your pet for you. Wow. And, uh, well, they just started, uh, the article is about the fact that they've been cloning the world's smallest dog and they've done it 59 times. Which is 49. Insane. 49 yeah. times. Which, and this dog is like, weighs like an ounce and something. Mm. And it's like three inches and something tall. I'm like, okay, first off, if you're going to clone a dog, I mean, really. Clone an actual dog. Clone an actual dog. <laughs> Not a bite-sized dog. <laughs> well, I mean, this is Korea, so a bite-sized dog... <laughs> Might be going to China. You know, stuff it with some cream cheese and jalapenos, and you got a, you know, 
a hot dog popper. I mean, really. Olympics! <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, and I mean cloning dogs in Korea. I mean, yeah. all right, come on. I know, right? How many jokes are we going to have there? <laughs> I mean, dogs in Korea. I don't know if we're going to tell all the jokes. Joke? No, 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 no. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't want to tell all the jokes, but I mean... I say from the cockpit. But <coughs> they'll, they'll clone your pet for you yeah. after it's died for $100,000. First off, how rich do you have to be to not care about $100,000 to clone an animal that's going to live for another... 10 years so you can clone it again for another hundred thousand yeah. dollars I mean and I do understand that people get attached to their pets in but it's not the same dog unwholesome no, ways but it's not the same dog no it, it, it's a relative of the same dog yeah, so it, multiplicity it, the guy kept getting cloned so many times that different personalities came out it, <laughs> yeah it, I mean it has the potential to have a similar personality the coloring is going to be pretty much the same it's going to potentially have a similar temperament. But as we know, if you don't treat the animal the same way, mm -hmm. it's going to develop differently. Oh, yeah, big time. So. And really, if it's being cloned, does that mean, and obviously, even if it's been cloned, it's in the same state as the grown up form? No, it, it, it grows as a puppy. It does grow as a puppy? Yeah, it grows oh, up yeah. as a puppy. So, yeah, so, in, yes, in theory, you're kind of bringing your dog back to life, but also it's not the same dog. Yeah. It's almost kind of like the um, the one thing in sci-fi where, you know, where you'll take your memory and implant it into another body. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. That would be one thing. Yeah, because, I mean, at least you still have your memory, but at the same time... I don't know, the movie uh, said otherwise... <laughs> but yeah, because sometimes sometimes it doesn't really, you know, yeah. doesn't Which quite I'm work out. on the name of that movie, but... But see, that's always the one thing that, uh, that yeah. I've thought about with, with the whole cloning and transferization process is, um, would you be the same person? I mean, would you be self-aware of yourself again as you were in your original body? Probably not. See, that's... That Everything's kind of... It's almost kind of like how... In Doctor Who, like every time the Doctor regenerates, yeah, he's, he's they're always a different person. He's always a different person. Always. He has memories of, <coughs> but the personality is different. Yeah, and well, this time the gender is different. Yeah. yeah what would be around. interesting is if we were able to get to the point where we could transfer minds or some way ourselves into a person's body, then in theory we could clo get cloned and possibly fix whatever the problems were, which I think there was a movie yeah. about this, and then just have an empty shell, and then transfer yeah. our I, actually mind they, and soul or whatever to the body. Actually, they do that in Altered Carbon. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they do that. There's actually a character in that who has multiple clones, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and there's uh, the Ben Kingsley movie that was out recently where he... Yes. Has, uh, yeah, where he, where he becomes... Uh, what younger actor is that? Yeah, I, I saw that. Recently. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one, but I saw the previous for it. He basically transfers his consciousness into somebody else's body who volunteers, quote unquote. Yeah, and then the and then the original mind, mind starts coming yeah. coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna state names, but it's so hilarious. <laughs> the owner of the small dog that got cloned 49 times. Oh, okay. yeah. She's 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 gotten to keep like 12 of them. She kept 12 dogs, and not only that. <laughs> 
all their names start with an M and they're all four to five letters. Oh. I feel bad for the editor as is, looking at these names and going, what the frick? Yeah, but what would you want with 12 little 3.5 inch dogs? I mean, really. Maybe it makes them one big dog? <laughs> you can have an army, I'll take down one kid. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I'd be afraid of sitting on the damn things. I'd be like, don't get the paper, boy. We did have a small dog at one point because of her roommate, and the ha I felt so bad for this dog. He was always afraid of us because, well, one, we're not skinny, and yeah. he always looks at us as if we're going to sit on him and kill him. <laughs> um, he's got tangled up in between the sofas. Uh, we yeah, never he, was, he was a really tiny Chihuahua dog, and he just, and he, I was, I literally, I all every time I went to go sit down, I was like, wait, where's the dog? Okay, there's the dog. All right, I'm going to sit down now. Because... You know, cats will get out of the way. Yeah. You know, you have no idea about this tiny little dog that sees a butt descending upon its head. I mean, oh. is it going to move or is it just going to sit there and go, oh, dang. There go the lights. We've actually, um, <laughs> so we leave our door open because of the cats. And so occasionally we've woken up with the dog actually in the bed covers yeah. a couple of times because it's nice and warm in there. And not realizing this, oh, we I turned kicked, over. I kicked that dog I don't know how many times when it <laughs> crawled into our bed. Okay. Accidentally, of course. But well, I'm sleeping. and That's why he doesn't sleep in bed with me anymore. <laughs> yeah, he usually just sleeps in the other room with the kid. As Ryan points <laughs> to his dog, Jackson, by the way. So Poor Jax. I think Jackson should say hi. Should we no. have no? no? No, we don't need him barking. No? Yeah. No? Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, so they'll clone your pet for you in a little bag. So you actually have, in Korea, you can get a real honest-to-goodness doggy bag. Yep. You can get a doggy bag in Korea. Complete with a straw. <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> That's just wrong. It's a Capri Sun pumpkin. Yeah, there we go. So, <laughs> enriched with amniotic fluid. So, speaking of cloning, um, <laughs> I thought this was kind of crazy. Uh, this article came out back in June, and it's headed, and this was on um, Express, uh, I think it's express.co.uk, and it states here, Jurassic World expert says dinosaur cloning could be a reality in five years. And five he, years. And he thinks it could be easy. Well, see, that was one of the things that the Korean company wants to do. Yeah. Is that in the next couple of years, they're going to try and bring a woolly mammoth back. Oh, no. Yeah. That well, was we, one, we, we need one of those. Right? I'm yeah, sorry, well. but <laughs> was Jurassic Park and Jurassic World not enough to warn people not to do this? Right. There's a reason. Okay. Yes, we love to watch these because we love to go, oh, my. But the fact is, is writers... Because I write, I'm actually a writer. We do the what if scenario. There's a reason why a lot of these stories end badly for a lot of people. Oh yeah. <laughs> there are so many, many movies about cloning or genetic manipulation of animals that goes horribly, horribly wrong. Actually, one of the funny ones that's kind of like a sleeper grade B movie with Lou Diamond Phillips in it, which was absolutely hilarious when you watch it. It's called Bats. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's freaking hilarious. Yeah, where, the, where the title reads "Stab." Yeah. yeah. 
Oh uh, God! It's absolutely hilarious. I mean, and they even even the ending is just like I forgot all about that. <laughs> it, the, the ending is is just funny. Where you know yeah. they've destroyed the the genetically modified bat colony, so we don't have these uber bats that are attacking human people and draining them dry of their blood and whatnot. And another one too is Samara would be like Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so they've wiped out the colony and they're driving away making their last movie line jokes and whatnot and one lone bat just manages to crawl its way out from underneath the ground, sticks its head up and goes ah! and then gets run over by the truck. Okay, so I laughed, I, I have to say. But I mean, yeah, things like that have been a reality for a while. That's the scary part about yeah. this whole genetic manipulation, cloning, and whatnot that they're talking so about. Yeah, they're not just trying to give the male erection another life. They're also trying to bring back the dead from millions of years ago. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> and yet, as I said, they're not getting the hint this could be very, very bad. You know, it's like, as we were looking at this article... Uh, one of the things my wife said is that she did not realize we were so far advanced in our genetic cloning and manipulation. And yeah. if, if you actually pay attention to the articles that do come out, uh, we are, I mean, we can clone a human body yeah. right now. And that's, and with the doctor that's going to be performing the first head transplant, I yeah. don't know if it's happened yet. But that's coming. That actually up. has happened. That has happened. I yeah. don't know if it was successful, but yeah, who knows? But yeah, I don't know if it was. I hadn't heard he, if it was successful, but he'd be ahead of the game otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, with that coming up, I mean, cloning human body and having your head transfer, you wouldn't have to worry about the consciousness transfer. Right. You just get your head transferred to a new body, or your well, brain transferred to a new body. Well, I guess that's going to be one thing that's going to determine everything because even though scientifically you should be able to transplant a head, your brain into the body yeah. but a lot of times there's all that disconnection between what people consider a soul yeah. and I guess the question would be is would you really be yourself if you get transferred over fully? Yeah, and not to mention too, like what, what about like scenarios where people have you know had their heads frozen? Yeah, you know, like you know, like with cryonics, and like, are, are they actually going to try? To, I mean, I think this would be a little too early to try something crazy like this, because I mean, even though maybe nanotechnology could probably repair some of the damaged cells from being frozen so long, but mm -hmm. I mean, would we actually want to try to do something like that, or maybe even make some kind of crazy super body, like some kind of robotic well, that's, form that that's the head some could of the be stuff that's coming to? up. I mean, that's one, you know. Well. There's advances in, in uh, paraplegism and, yeah. and quadriplegic uh, in the fact that they are now being able to take microchips and place them above and below damaged sections and get some reaction wow. out of people's limbs huh. after doing that with the, uh, but I mean, this is, I mean, it's not a perfected science yet, but no, I mean, no. that's coming up soon. So Jeez. the reality of being able to transfer your head, because that's been the biggest thing, because head transplants, brain transplants have been tried in the past, okay, officially, unofficially, it has been tried. Uh, you won't read about it or hear about it so much because, well, it's not something that they, you know, it's been done in animals and things. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is that the few 
minorly successful cases where the animal lived for a little while after it happened, it didn't have any function in its body and whatnot because, well, the spinal cord and all of that was not connected to the nervous system of the other body. But with the new technologies that are coming out, like we talked about with the microchips on the spine, mm -hmm. um, they could get... Okay, so the, so the transplant actually hasn't been successfully done on a living only from corpse to corpse. So I think... How? Well, that was that's what the doctor was supposed to be doing. Yeah. Was transferring somebody's head and trying to bring them back. Yeah. Yeah, so, so far, not nothing as a real full transplant. I mean, of course, you know, they've done, like, face transplants and stuff. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... So, no, uh, I think there was a... I think that's like two different things right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's one one thing to say, oh yeah, I did it to a dead guy. Yeah. I just sewed it back on, like Frankenstein. Yeah, the monkey lived for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, so, the whole cloning thing, and it's like, this scientist is saying he that five to ten years, we could have dinosaurs again, and he thinks it'll be much easier than it has been presented in the Jurassic World and Jurassic Park movies. Oh, sure. FYI, this is a scientist. Using chickens. This oh, is yeah, the chickenosaurus. The chickenosaurus. <laughs> this is a scientist that has been consulting with Jurassic Park and Jurassic World series. Yep. I love his name, too. Dr. Jack Horner. Went around the corner and put together his dinosaur eggs. <laughs> now, if you want everybody. to... Okay. I know this is how it's going to work, because yeah. if they get to the point where they do clone, you know, because the way he describes it in the article is basically using uh, genetic manipulation to stop and start genes at the critical time sequences so that a tail would form and teeth would form. And yeah. I mean, they can already make chickens with teeth. That's That's been done. Oh, and that's scary. Yeah, they've already made chickens with teeth. That's been done. They know how to do that. Chickens are already pretty, like, aggressive and... Oh, yeah. Roosters. Oh, oh man. Horrid. Um, so, you know, to me, I'm, like, thinking... First side of me is like, hey, cool, you know, if they could genetically engineer, I could get something that looks like a little dragon lizard from right. all my favorite fantasy novels. Oh, I'm yeah. like, cool, there's a cool pet right there. But then somebody's going to want, well, can I make it bigger? And then bigger, and then bigger, and then bigger. And then we're going to have the movie Rampage. Which was very good, by the way, and we did review it last yes. episode. Yes. <laughs> or even, um, uh, what was that one uh, with Matthew McConaughey and the dragon? I'd like Matthew McConaughey and the dragon. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey and it also had um, one other bigger actor from like the early 2000s, but it was uh, something like Rain of Fire or something like that? Or Rain oh, of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Rain yeah. of Fire. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't Matthew McConaughey, though. I thought that was Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, Either way, as I stated before, there's two sides to every coin, and this is, oh yeah, this is so cool, we could do this, and oh look, we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was Rain of Fire. Matthew McConaughey. Was it Matthew McConaughey? Yep. Yeah. It was him, uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, and that's what Butler. I was Christian Bale, that's who I was and thinking of. a great of. cast. This whole fucking cast was awesome. But that wasn't genetic manipulation. No, 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 no. It was just dragons were hiding out. We didn't know yeah. about them. They just kind of poof. And then they woke up. And yeah. What happened to the dinosaurs? The dragons. 
Yeah, basically it was the concept of that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, and I think since the last episode, we talked about Big Monsters last episode. So yep. Kind of recapping on that, New Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yep. That tr like the the teaser trailer was kind of interesting because it showed a lot of little Easter eggs all over the place. I haven't seen it yet. But that full fucking trailer they just released like a day ago. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch. Oh that. my god, that it's fucking cool. Yeah. I really want to see. It. I'm gonna have to watch it. Uh, yeah, and it. Um, it stars uh, Vera Farmiga, um, Millie Bobby Brown from uh, Stranger Things, and a slew of other actors. Also, um, Ken Watanabe came back, <laughs> which uh, we talked about this uh, like the this Godzilla um, thing on the last uh, on the last episode of the Casket Cast. Now, I will have to say one thing about my whole spiel about this is a very bad thing about genetically altering things to become dinosaurs in reality. Yeah. The thing about the whole movies concept, Rampage, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, and all the others is the reason why it happens is because there's usually one person in the entire film that is the bad guy that puts, that actually cr creates the problem. And the first Jurassic Park, it was the fat dude who I'm spacing on the name. He is an actor I've seen before in plenty of movies, but he's a greedy guy who gets hired to steal some DNA samples yeah. and leaves Newman from Seinfeld. Newman from yeah. Seinfeld, yeah. And runs <laughs> off and decides, I'm going to go through this stupid gate that I'm not supposed to, turns everything off, and then gets screwed in the end and doesn't ah, get restart see, everything. he did not. He knew better than to turn the raptor cages off. Yeah. And uh, he didn't, yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was when they uh, sent uh, the only black guy <laughs> uh, that poor guy. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Samuel. <laughs> you got et by the Raptors first in this movie. We know <laughs> that was typecasting, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, he I'm he just, made more money later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But didn't he? Just Maybe go, they should have named him Token for the movie. He was, but oh. the first guy, but the first greedy guy is the reason why he had to go down there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Gen yeah. So still, it relies on the guy who's a greedy, stupid idiot yep. who decides, "I'm gonna just do this because I get to make a bunch of money." Yeah, but you know, if you if you look at the backstory a little bit about that, it's that he put himself so far into debt that he basically He's still an idiot. Yeah, it's it's an idiot <laughs> thing to do. I mean, you know, um, in I Rampage mean, there was. If you guys haven't seen it, so there might be a slight point. Well, not really. I mean, it's like any other movie. We kind of the, spoiled it in the last the, episode, yeah. yeah. There, there is an evil scientist who's like, I'm going to create this, and it's not legal, so I'm going to have it in space. And, of course, what happens? The psychotic rat that grows, morphs into this huge fungus rat eats everybody, and the cancer um, gets exploded from the only survivor. So with reality, it's because of the evil genius behind it that created the whole problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, somebody, that's the thing about humanity, and it, it's, it's a sad, sad fact, is that when something new gets developed, somebody is thinking of it in the terms of how can we make it a weapon. Exactly. You know, so, so yeah, I, I can see some definite trouble in genetically engineering, creating new dinosaurs, no matter what size they are, I mean, oh, yeah. they've they I mean, they've got dolphins that are trained to hunt uh, landmines and things like that, or put landmines on boats. 
Uh, I mean, that was legit. Not the dolphins. Yeah, not the so, dolphins. And, you know, yeah. they, uh, there was uh, some attempting to train sharks at one point. I mean, I, it's just... So, I guess in reality, I'm basically just saying, if you're going to create something like this, don't be greedy, don't be an idiot, and make sure everything is turned on when you do decide to do this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Make sure all of your safety measures are in place, and please keep all your hands and feet inside the cockpit at all times. Now, granted, <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, I don't think really had a bad guy. It was mainly the the science actually just went wrong, and the sharks got tired of being contained in small spaces. I think. Actually, speaking of big giant sharks, there is, and I know that we kind of went back to big monsters, but there's another. Big monster movie coming out, and it's called Meg, yep. and it's about a megalithic shark. Of course. Good old Meg. Meg. We had a giant, big giant lizard. We had a big giant gorilla, crocodile, uh, wolf, and now we're well, going to have the thing a about shark. the Meg. The thing about the mega sharks is that uh, there is actual video evidence of mega sharks in the oceans now i mean you can you can look them up there's one from world war ii where a mega shark swims past uh, a couple of german i think it's german u-boats and when you measure the front fin and the back fin giving the uh what it's this shark was like 30 some feet long and there was another one where uh a carcass had been pushed up towards shore of, uh, I think it was a whale, and something was eating on it, and the front big fin and that was sticking out and the front back fin was just massive. Yeah. The distance between them was huge, and so they're like, and there was actually, I don't know if it was a mockumentary or an actual thing that happened, but there was a hunting megalodon, which... Uh, showcased it's not too that that wouldn't be too much of a surprise considering you know all the different um unknown things and the you know in, in the, the deep, water you yeah because like people have looked for loch ness people yeah. have looked for all the the other mythological things why, why not something like megalodon yeah which and keep in mind that some may say oh you know big sharks like that probably won't be true but the fact is is that the antarctic Antar uh the polar ice stuff is melting. We've had, and because of our global warming or pollution or whatever you want to call it, a lot of our weather everywhere is changing. There actually have been sightings of various creatures we have never seen in certain parts of the world or ever because they are shifting things into... Are, things are changing, yeah. The, yeah. the world's changing, so they're shifting ranges. And I mean, mm -hmm. right now, I think the... Uh, as far as mega sharks go, I think there was a 24-foot great white uh, sighting not too long ago, and so I mean that's just a great white shark, 24 freaking yeah. feet. I mean yeah, that's, that's a, a boat. big. That's a that's, that's that's a big boat. That's a big boat. <laughs> I mean that's that's getting capsized. That's you know hey, and so the fact is even if they're not megalodon sharks from you know the prehistoric times. The prehistoric times there could be a 30-foot great white out there or a 36-foot great white out there now because, uh, I mean, if you can have a 24-foot, why not? 
yeah. know, 30 foot. The world is that big and the ocean is you know, that deep. So, so it's, yeah, I don't go into big water anymore. I got to swim in the water with a shark in Australia and uh, that cured me of being in big water. Oh, that. <laughs> I mean, it was only a gray nurse, and there has never, ever, ever been a recorded attack of a gray nurse shark. And it probably was about the same size I was at 17 years old, or as long as, but it swam 20 feet off to my left. I had the, the goggles on, and I saw it, and um, I jumped up on top of the water and ran to the pier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In and out, super quick. Yep. And that was it. I was done with big water. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I have now seen what lives in there, and it, it thinks I'm yummy. All right. So, anything in closing when it comes to the AI, or when it comes to don't be an idiot. I think the AI, actually everything that we've talked about, except for the big monsters, uh, has potential to be beneficial, yeah. uh, a lot beneficial. But it also has potential for to be misused and it's it's going to be interesting to see how all of this new technology that's coming out that is now real that we've seen from sci-fi in the past that is going to be utilized and how it's going to affect our lives i mean literally yeah. i mean i mean right now we we live in the twitterverse and the text universe and whatnot yeah. and are reducing imagine a technology that allows us to communicate to people across a computer network where you never have to see their faces ever again I mean yeah. we are starting to get towards that movie that Bruce Willis was in that was uh, uh, where everybody was plugged into their machine that had their little robot person walking around that I didn't see oh god um, um, I, I didn't see the movie but I mean we're, it, it, it literally we could turn into something like you know, where you don't go outside of your house. You yeah. could be like the movie Wally, -E, where everybody's fat because they don't do anything anymore. Well, <laughs> everybody's fat now because of McDonald's, so. <laughs> and then there are other, and every, <laughs> other fast, and every other fast food restaurant. Well, for me, I guess it would be Taco Bell. <laughs> and also, you know, no matter how technology advances, always remember to keep remembering how to do things, because yeah. one day we're going to get to a point where something may happen and we may go back in the dark ages from technology you know even if it's yeah. so brief as maybe a few days and like bring yourself you're back going to be stuck yeah bring yourself back to reality go camping once in a while yeah. yep yeah. <laughs> unplug that's yeah, unplug yeah. if you guys are in officially from the sci files unplug every now and then man. yeah <laughs> you know um, that was that was one of the themes in the, that was the ending of uh, ready player one Yes. Yeah, they said yeah, pretty much they yeah. shut down the 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 network the network for two day. days a week. Yep, so yep. people had to go outside and <laughs> you know so and enjoy it, the little things. And yes. well, yeah, yeah. For me, I'd be irritated and annoyed <laughs> and just put on binge watch anime. I still wouldn't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> if I had Olivia cook at home, I'd probably be inside a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you for tuning in. Um, Next time, we will probably be back with a movie review. We're not going to promise anything, though. Yeah. We have two to review. Jurassic World yep. and Ant-Man. Yay. And I finally got a movie pass, so maybe next time I will explain how it works and if it's good to have. Right on. Alrighty. Alright, well, thank you for tuning in, and we will check you later. See you next time. Or... You'll hear us next time. 
sign up. <laughs> I'm getting the last word. Marco. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio. This has been